0: Patrick Davis and the Sports Complex, weekday afternoons on The Horn. back to the Sports Complex on a Friday afternoon. You can tell it's a Friday.
1: We're a little behind.
0: We're a little behind trying to do seven things at once, and then none of them are going by plan. So, you know, we're we're just going straight. All right. But uh, on the show today, we'll talk some NFL. we got a bunch of big games over the weekend. Talk about the NBA in-season tournament and the games happening tonight. All uh, Texas teams are in action once again tonight. We will get into a little MLB, a little NCAA, some of the football news. The Heisman Trophy will be given out this weekend. We can get into all of those things as we continue on in the sports complex, 4 to 6 p.m. right here on the Horn. Uh, And, of course, we're getting to your text messages. It's a Friday. You guys like to have fun on a Friday. I like to have fun on a Friday. Who doesn't? So who doesn't like to have fun on a Friday? So we'll... We'll get to your text messages. Keep sending them in all show long, 512-447-3776. We've already got one for a GoFundMe for tickets for the game. I, I'm i not going to donate? Yeah, if I had money to donate, I would. To myself to go to the game? Exa- absolutely. Yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> 512-447-3776 is the text line number. If you guys got something you want to talk about on a Friday, questions or anything you guys want to talk about on a Friday, uh, so go ahead and send that in on the text line. Joining me across the uh, desk, the table, the board, the microphones, whatever they are. This is the intro. We're working on it. We'll get it down. And by the end of the year, by there, the end of the year, that's the go. plan. By 2024. The end, of the 20, end of 2024.
1: Yeah, thanks, Patrick. I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> Jacob yep. Standard
0: is here. <laughs> I'm a little frazzled, guys. I'm a little frazzled. was <laughs> trying to do a bunch of things that they weren't going right right before the show started, so a little frazzled as we get into it. But appreciate everybody joining us here on the Sports Complex today. Uh, do you have a good day so far? It's a good Friday.
1: I've had a wonderful Friday. I had to come up here earlier do some filming, so I've just been hanging out up here in the studio all day. It's been nice and relaxing.
0: That's nice. We had it was a weird. It was one of those mornings where you don't want to get going uh because it was just that overcast morning yeah and so you really had to kind of push yourself to get out of bed and get moving and get doing things and then when i did i've been busy since that point fun till right now now i'm not busy now we're just having fun doing the show with you guys out there on the text line all right uh let's talk some nfl i am ready for some nfl action as it comes up uh throughout the the weekend it's going to be a good time there is two monday night games Interesting. There's two Monday night games. What we've been told is that it'll, it's basically because uh, there's no Monday night game on January 1st, which is a Monday because it will be the semifinals. So there's a little team from Texas. It's going to be playing in the playing in the uh, playing a big bowl game against Washington. There you go, the Sugar Bowl. <laughs> the Sugar Bowl. There you go. They'll be playing. As, so it'll be a fun time. Uh, so those big games happening. So they're doing two this week, but we still have a bunch of big games, including a huge Eagles Cowboys game. Massive. And I don't know if you could have found a better time for both of these teams, for the Cowboys, for both of these teams to be playing. Uh, Because if you're the Cowboys, this is when you want to play the Eagles. You're at home where you've had a great record against the Eagles recently. You've been playing really well with a great home field advantage uh, against everybody recently. And the Eagles are starting to struggle a little bit. And we know the 49ers have said they understand how to defend Jalen Hurts now. They know... If you were able to contain him in the pocket, he is not a pocket passer. He likes to get outside of it. He likes to run a little bit more. He likes to get outside and see the downfield a little bit better. Uh, so if you can contain him, you can bring pressure on him, and it's it becomes a problem. That was their solution, and they had a great game against him last week. Now we know partially that was they were healthy, and they felt like they were going full force. Philadelphia not fully healthy, but the Cowboys are not dealing with a fully healthy Eagles either. Cowboys are three-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Uh, the Eagles in the last five games are giving up 29.4 points a game. Ooh. That's not a great stat against an offense that's looking really really good and a quarterback who's in the MVP conversation right now because of how well he's throwing the football. We know the run game's still not there fully, but the run the passing game has been going been electric and the Eagles don't seem to be stopping too many people right now. Uh, what do you see in this game, Jacob?
1: Well, I'll tell you that, like you said, the Cowboys won the last five home matchups against the Eagles, and we have another trend that's working in our favor really well. The teams that play the 49ers the following week are 7-20 and over the last two seasons. That's true. Absolutely love that stat because the Niners are so physical, they just they take something away from you.
0: That, that is, I will say, I'm not sure 100% that that will carry over in this game because it wasn't a game in the second half. So, I think if you play them tough the entire game, then it means it's a little bit more. But I don't think the Eagles really tried that hard in the second half, did they? They were still taking those hits. They were, but I don't like you're taking hits from second stringers. And you're <laughs> No, dude, go look up some of the highlights. Trent Williams is erasing <laughs> Eagles. That's true. He, Trent Williams was doing really well in that game. But no, but I, I see what you're saying. Uh, we can also throw in the turnover battle right now. Uh, Interesting part in the first game because Dallas outplayed the Eagles a lot in that first game. We're down at the end; they could have got taking the lead. Of course, Mike McCarthy
1: first and goal at the five with thirty seconds to go, down five points.
0: And Mike McCarthy can't get the plays in in time, and
1: and then we have somebody false
0: start, and it just yes. you just melt. I mean, it's, and, and and you know they they had the mistakes that cost them. However, in that game, the Eagles were plus one in the turnover column. Right. So far this season, Dallas is plus eight in the turnover column. The Eagles are minus two. So this is a turnover battle where that was kind of an anomaly of the season so far. I believe Dallas in the last like three or four games has had two turnovers a game on other teams. So Dallas right now is playing as well as they've played. They're going into this five game stretch we talked about. They beat Seattle. Now they're going up against the Eagles at home.
1: This is where it really starts.
0: This is where if you can get this, this can momentum can keep pulling you, and you know then you go okay, well now we could win. You know we could win all five of these games. But especially when two or three, and then we're sitting pretty for an NFC picture to maybe even get a bye week, possibly come in there and play, re, you know, we're, we're right back in the playoff picture at a very high level. In it. we're back in the division rec- record that the Eagles are not going to run this division for the next, you know, five, six years as they thought they were going to be able to do. It's With the, all that being said, this is a point where the Cowboys historically, not this season, historically come on, come up short. And disappoint their fans. Come on. But that's historically. That's not this team. Right? That's not this team at all.
1: All right. No. And it's the NFC East. There's never been a repeat champion. I mean, not never, but... Well, okay. It's been a while. In recent history. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while.
0: Uh, So, if we're going to say that it has not been a repeat champion in a while, that the Cowboys could come back and win this. They're three and a half point favorites. Do they cover three and a half points, Jacob? Dak Prescott
1: is having the best season of his career... To this point, but as you mentioned, there this is the time of the year where they start to fall apart. I think this year's a little bit different, though. I talked about it earlier in the week and last week. Dak is building a lead on opponents, and that's why his numbers are godly this season, unlike previous years where he's trying to play catch-up the entire time because yeah. they got put in a hole early. I think the Cowboys do take care of business here at home and cover the 3.5 against the Eagles. I, don't, I haven't worked out the tiebreakers in the division. I'm not sure where that lies. I'm pretty sure the Eagles still have the nudge. So I think we're I think we have to get one game above them. But you're right in the mix for the NFC and the division if you take care of business today or this weekend.
0: Yeah, and and you know you do have if it goes to a three team tiebreaker, then the 49ers have that tiebreaker Absolutely. right now because they've yeah. beaten both of you guys. Right. But the, yeah, tiebreaker scenarios you have to figure out you know common opponents I'm sure in the NFC and the divisional opponents. And I haven't looked at what we they're can doing. worry about that week 17. Yeah, exactly. Once yeah. we get down a little bit, because the Eagles right now are struggling. And they this could be a part of the season where they drop two or three of their next games, including this one. I don't have them winning this game. I think the Cowboys can win this game. Really? I do think that – I think historically, they have underperformed in situations like this. Okay. But they're playing well right now. The Eagles are beat up and down. I think the Cowboys can win this game. I don't know if it's going to be a blowout, but I do think they can cover three and a half.
1: We'll take it. I'm going to get you a Cowboys jersey, and you oh, can wear it on gross. Sunday. Yeah. You can gross. know what a winner feels like.
0: What a winner feels a, like. What,
1: what a regular season winner feels like. You can. Are you going to give me an Aikman jersey?
0: <laughs> no, that's a regular season winner. Regular oh, okay. season winner. Okay. Yeah. Give me a Tony Romo jersey. <laughs> uh, let's go. But yeah, this is a game for the for Cowboys fans. Every it's, it's a Sunday Night Football is going to be and it should be and yeah, it should be it should be a marquee matchup. It's going to be a big one. It, I think that everything building up to it. This is the the leadership of Dak Prescott coming through where he's gonna be able to get this team up for it enough that they're gonna be able to go out and CeeDee Lamb's gonna to wanna to show out. He's been having an amazing season. I think he's kind of you know, as much as he's talked about, the reality of when you can have someone as dominant as him as wide receiver, it makes everything else so much easier.
1: Or when you just learn that, hey, we have him out there. Let's just feed him. Keep
0: well, no, but that's my him point. the ball. But that's my point is you throw it to him enough that now they're having to allocate more and more resources to that. Right. Now yeah, yeah, Brandon yeah. Cooks is open. Now Ferguson is getting a lot more opportunities. And I think you're opening up the field to a lot more activity and also pulling back a little bit on the pass rush because they're having to allocate so many resources to stopping CeeDee Lamb That you have to kind of change up everything else you're doing, and that's one of the that's what you know. Once you can go to him, and he's making catches in double coverage, now okay. Now we got to pull a safety over on the other side, and it lets you be able to do some more things in that offense. It lets Dak be able to get those numbers. So if you add in the 150 that CeeDee Lamb's going to get, and then he can go out and throw the ball to another 150 yards to Brandon Cooks, who's another great receiver, and Ferguson's over there in his play, and their connections getting better. It, it, it's As long as CeeDee Lamb is playing at this level, I think he's really the key to make this go because if you take him out and they're able to play man-on-man man and just set it down, I don't know if Brandon Cooks has it in him to be that guy. And I don't know if the scheming is really doing it as much as CeeDee Lamb is just playing out of this world. And Dak Prescott is understanding what he's doing and taking full advantage of it. Well, Dak's always been very confident.
1: I've talked about it before on this show with trends that I was tracking where Dak will confidently throw into trouble sometimes because he is first read and fire. I don't care what's sitting over there. So I don't know what tweak him and McCarthy made where I guess he just understands what he's looking at a little bit better, but he is confidently firing still and he's hitting and we are moving the ball. It's fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it's definitely it's it's going to be a fun game to watch because at the end of the day, you expect this Cowboys team to put up some points. Again, we said they've been the Eagles have been giving away a lot of points in the last five weeks, and I don't think it's going to stop this week. I don't think all of a sudden their defense is going to play at that next higher level. No, but they're
1: also not going to go away quietly into the night. They are going to scratch and claw. No, no yeah. they're going to go for it. Uh,
0: another big game, Jaguars at the Browns. The Jaguars, Ugh. Is a big game because the Browns are still trying to stay in in playoff relevance. They have not said who's starting at quarterback. Joe Flacco could get the start, but they have not said yet. They've not announced. Uh, We don't know for the Jaguars either. Bethard is injured, but he's working. Trevor Lawrence had that high ankle sprain. We thought he was going to be out at least four weeks. He is. He's unlikely. He is practicing right now. He is. Uh, He wants to play this game. he was
1: at practice. I wouldn't say practicing. He's practicing. Okay.
0: He's not maybe full taking it with the ones. Okay. Uh, Christian Kirk is out for that game, though, so it does hurt their wide receiver core. You still do have uh, Calvin Ridley. Zay Jones is still there. So you do have some uh, good receivers. But I'm not putting Trevor Lawrence in that game. No. Against the Browns. I'm not letting Miles Garrett in my season. Because he goes and takes out Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, no, thank you. Because or- one bad hit or one thing like that, and he tries to plant his foot when the guys get, you get, like, that's the thing is that ankle sprain, you can make it so much worse by him trying to plant as he's getting hit. And now that ankle is going to be weak and it's going to flip immediately, even as much as you want to tape it up or whatever else, and you're going to put more pressure on it. So it's not even a dirty hit or anything else. I think you're just, you risk too much going up against this Browns defense, that pass rush, and Miles Garrett. Who once who drew a delay of game this year? He drew a delay of game this year because he was switching sides, and I believe it was the Titans were switching sides, were switching two blockers, tight ends, with him to block him. Oh my goodness. So they were switching tight ends and they kept, and so every time the Titans would move, he would just move to the other side. So the quarterback would have to call the switch back again, and they ran out of time on the play clock because Miles Garrett just kept moving. He drew that's how much. Teams respect him, and he's going after guys. Dude,
1: he's having a hell of a season. He's out there doing basketball moves before yeah. he starts his pass rush. Yeah, absolutely so, not. So
0: that's but this is a big one because they're a game ahead of the Colts. They're a game ahead of the Texans. Ooh. If they lose this game to the Browns, the AFC South is wide open again. The Texans have now beaten the Jaguars twice. They're they're ready to go in this. Are they been uh, they've been in once? They're tied one and one against the Jaguars. So they don't they don't you know have to go back into tiebreaker mode for that one. Right. Uh, but the Colts are in a winnable game as well. And you could have a three-way tie atop of the AFC South now with the Titans looking on, you know, because they had bad karma, because they wore those Oilers jerseys that should belong to the city of Houston. Oh, is that what happened? Is that what ended it for him? Yeah, that's what ended it for him. It wasn't. It wasn't you know, trying to push Derrick Henry. It wasn't Derek their Henry. stubbornness. It in, wasn't uh, pushing Derek Henry out there like a car that hasn't gotten an oil change <laughs> in 10 years. And they're like, it will run more. We'll, we'll get to the next town. No, by the way, we might trade you, too. Oh, just kidding. We still want you here. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we don't have another game plan. Right. Uh, but the Browns <laughs> are three-point favorites. Uh, they're at home. Yeah, This the, feels like a Browns game, right? Give me the Browns.
1: Give me the better defense when it's a matchup of backup QBs. And yeah, yeah I'll take the Browns all day on yeah, that. Yeah,
0: the team that is winning in spite of not having a quarterback versus the team who it could be in a lot of trouble without their quarterback.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And it could be third string as well because we know that their backup, is also ailing right now. Well, it could so be he, second or third string for the Browns. You don't know yet. Yeah, we. it could yeah. be fifth or sixth string. We don't know for the Browns. Uh, big game Rams and Ravens. The Rams have been turning it on lately, trying to get back in the playoff hunt. Uh, they're healthy for the they're the healthiest they've been in probably two years now. A year and back? a half. Is he playing? Cup is again? back. He's okay. getting back into form. Stafford is playing well. They're getting back into that level. Uh, couple interesting stats. The Ra- the Ravens have won seven straight games against the NFC. Love that. That's an interesting stat right there. Uh, they are also 29th against the run. Kyron Williams, who's a big reason why the Rams are back in, because Williams is running the ball at a high level right now. If you you were lucky enough to get him in your fantasy league, hats off to you. I was not. Because he is doing, and I was not either. Uh, But the Ravens are seven and a half point favorites in this game. And it feels like the Rams should be able to hang in there. They've been playing pretty well. I know you're back in Baltimore, but they're pretty stout against the run. The Ravens aren't. It feels like you should be able to run the ball on them, slow the game down a little bit, and keep it within seven. I got I got the Rams keeping it within seven. You're going to do it? You're going to go with the Rams on the road? Not to win. No. To cover
1: seven. Okay. Stay within the number. I have I have less faith okay. in the Rams. I think they are still figuring it out. I think yeah. they are gaining momentum. I don't think they're there yet. I said yesterday I think the Ravens are the second most complete team in the NFL behind the 49ers, and I stand by that. And I think they're going to show you this weekend. I'm taking the Ravens by double digits in this game. At All home. Right.
0: I, I could see that, but I, I think the Rams are getting, or they're finding a little bit more of that Super Bowl magic they've they a are. couple years ago. Yeah. And against the Rams team, I think they don't get blown out in this game. And even if it's not, you know, I think this is a game they're going to fight to the, the bitter end on. And so even if it is a 14-point game, I could see a late touchdown to push back it back in government. within seven. Yeah. And we got the hook there at seven and a half. Oof. So I tweeted my within went seven. All right, cool. Uh, another game. This one's not really that close, but it no. could be – uh, the Seahawks going further downhill. Seahawks are at the 49ers, 11-point favorites, 11 points. Can the 49ers cover 11 points?
1: Normally, double-digit spreads in the NFL scare me regardless of matchup, yes. but I think after what we saw last week, the 49ers of this season, when they have everything rolling, are an exception. I'll take the 49ers to cover 14 against Seattle at home.
0: Yeah, I have the 49ers covering. I, I, unfortunately, this 49ers, uh, the Seahawks team just doesn't seem like they're clicking on the cylinders they need to be clicking on right now. Uh, and you know, Geno Smith finally came back, had a good game, but I'm not going to trust him to do that over and over again, especially against the San Francisco team and the San Francisco offense just looks too good right now.
1: It just looks like a well-oiled and machine. we've seen
0: that Seattle defense. There's a couple guys on it. that can play football. And the rest of them are going to be chasing Debo and chasing Christian McCaffrey and chasing Ayuk and chasing George Kittle the rest of the game.
1: It is in the division, and normally that should mean something. I just don't think right now. I think
0: it the, means something to Bobby Wagner. I think with the run. He can't tackle them all, though.
1: Right. With the run these 49ers are
0: on, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, Bills at Chiefs. What Josh one, Allen do we get? With Josh Allen, and we're at the Chiefs. We're in Kansas City. Chiefs are a one point favorite, but the Bills have had more distractions this week. Everything going on, Von Miller's distraction. We know that they're having issues of which with Josh Allen. The reports that Sean McDermott, uh, Sean McDermott used a nine eleven reference. Which How do you do that? Which de- it just, and I kind of tried to find the way that it works in my head. There isn't one, and I can't unless someone explains to me. Like, no, he was doing it about. How it was bad or something, but I don't know. He it was doesn't... emphasizing their teamwork and execution. I know that's what I keep reading, and that's why every time I read it, I'm like, "Do we miss something here?" There's no way. No, it's terrible. So I think all this is happening. I've also heard rumors now, and I think Colin Coward's one of the front runners on this one. That the Bills hiring Harbaugh really seems like a thing where you're like, "Well, they're not that far away," and you know they're built on defense. But they have this quarterback who's not great, but maybe a quarterback whisper and Harbaugh can come in and get Josh Allen to play at a high level, and you could bring him in and be a tough nose, and they could be tough nose Bills, oh. and you move on to Sean McDermott. If this season spins out of control, and you don't want to blow it up, you don't want to start over, and you're looking at people, it's an interesting, it's an interesting idea that that's another place that might look for a Harbaugh and say, well, we're not that far off. And, you know, the teams – we're not going to be able to afford the team in two, three years anyway. So, if you want a two, three-year stop here in the NFL while things cool down in college for you, why don't you why don't you come here, try and win us the Super Bowl in the next two or three years, and then once all the players retire because they can't stand you like they did in San Francisco, <laughs> then, you know, go back to college again. So, go, do you think – is
1: this a cowherd theory or is he hearing this from somebody?
0: I don't know. I, I saw it mentioned and I just saw it in passing mentioned and I okay. thought that's an interesting idea. And you know, you know, if you could say bet on it.
1: You you could say bet on it. What does
0: bet stand for? To bring everyone together. It's the best. I love that he did that. Bet. Oh, just, I hate I hate the phrase. I hate the phrase. So I'm thrilled that he's trying to ruin it. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, Broncos at the Chargers. Broncos have been stepping up, playing better and better. The Texans got the best of them last week, but I believe they've won four out of the last five, so playing a lot better football since since the beginning of the season. The Chargers have not been playing season. But an interesting fact, Denver leads the league in getting turnovers, and the Chargers can't hold on to the football. We we now know that Brandon Staley is playing against Austin Eckler in fantasy football, so he says he might bench him because that's going to fix all their problems. Isn't that wild? That he's like, no, you know what it is? It's Austin Eckler. We're giving him too many touches. We're giving him We're too, giving many many too many touches. Brandon Staley, worry about your defense, buddy. <laughs> worry about your defense. Yeah, how about
1: we don't leave one person on Tyree Kill, Brandon Staley? How about oh, we do that?
0: Good Lord. Uh, so is this one a foregone conclusion that this is the kind of death knell to the Chargers season and it's over and the Broncos are feeling good again and getting closer to five and getting back to maybe getting a playoff hunt?
1: I can't believe the Chargers are favored in this matchup.
0: I think people still remember what the Broncos were before and they did just lose to the Texans. But their last and six games show you they... Well, they're going to slow down Austin Eckler. So I think we know that that's the problem.
1: Yeah. So it's the change in philosophy, obviously. (laughs) Less touches for Austin Eckler clearly means the Chargers are going to do better. So with that being said, I'll take the Broncos plus two and a half on the road.
0: Yeah, I get the the, uh, Broncos plus two and a half on the road as well. Uh, Another last game we'll talk about. The Texans are three and a half point favorites at the Jets. Zach Wilson has been named the starter. Oh, boy. Uh, And for the rest of the season, God willing. He he better be after Aaron (laughs) Rodgers was sent to go defend him on national TV. Oh, good Lord. Uh, This Texans team. They've they've been playing well, but they got to go on the road where they have not been as good as they've been at home. Uh, you have to we, a bunch of young players trying to get out there. They've had some injuries. Tank Dell is still out. Is there is this offense good enough to not turn the ball over uh, against the Jets and get the yardage they need? I'm not too worried about the other side of it. I don't think the Jets are going to put up more than 14 to 20. Like I think that's a pretty hefty number for the Jets.
1: I think that's being generous. The 14,
0: but but. It, can the defense find the way to make C.J. Stroud not the quarterback he's been all season? We know he's thrown some ones that were a little questionable. He's going to be playing against some good, some good players. We're going to see Garrett Wilson versus Derek Stingley on one side, and we'll see, I'm guessing, Nico Collins versus Sauce Gardner, maybe, maybe Robert Wood. But I, you know, do you have the targets to get the ball downfield?
1: I think so. I think the Texans, I think everything C.J. Stroud has shown you, even against tougher defenses, is it doesn't matter. It, his decision making still isn't affected. He's still decisive. He's quick release with the ball. He knows where he's going, and it's a pretty ball every time it goes to where it needs to go. Except sometimes, yeah, sometimes it gets a little wild. But I think he'll be able to rein that in enough to cover three and a half against the Jets. He does, and I
0: don't think you have to be a air the ball out kind of. I think you can kind of play it a little bit more conservative because I don't believe the Jets are going to score a ton of points. Right. So you can play it a little bit more. Get in the end
1: zone three times, I think you win.
0: All right. So we talked a lot of NFL. There's some picks for you there. I do want to talk a little Texas before we get to there because I have a question to tie the Texas into the NFL because we're at that part of the year. We're almost – we're getting to evaluations and all of that as we get into bowl season. So let's get to Patrick's Big Fat Poll today. Poll of the Day on the horn. Enough of that promo that we got. Patrick's Big Fat poll of the day today, 512-447-3776 is the text line. 512-447-3776. Which current Longhorn will be drafted the highest? And when I say that, I don't mean next year. It can be next year, but it could be at any year. So any current Longhorn, which one do you think is going to be drafted the highest? So you could go the easy route and say Arch Manning is going to be the number one overall pick in three, four years. You could say that. You could say it'd be Kelvin Banks. Left tackles are important in the NFL. And you could say Kelvin Banks could be a one, two, or three pick. And, you know, we know how good he is. He could be the guy. Could it be Anthony Hill? Could he keep stepping up? As a freshman, look at what he did. Could he step up in the another sort? Could it be Quinn Ewers?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of good answers there. Uh, could it be X-Man? Could it right? be
0: X-Man? Could it be Jontae Cook?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of good answers there. The caveat of doesn't have to be this season.
0: Does not have be. To be. Next, yeah, and I mean, and or do you want to say it's Devondre Sweat and people are going to value him and he's going to go win the Outland Trophy tonight and people are going to value him as a interior defensive lineman and be, pick him very top level and you're going to put him on that list. There's a lot of different choices you could go with in this. Do we? I mean, you could say J T Sanders. I don't know if he's going to be there, but you could say J T Sanders. There's there's plenty. I mean, you can say uh, Manny Muhammad. We've seen him step as a freshman and play some big minutes for Texas.
1: Right. To me, I think it comes down to who is the most NFL ready looking player. And I, I yeah. gotta go X-Man. Just based off what I've seen. I think X-Man is the most NFL ready looking player without knowing draft order, team needs, and yeah. all that that factors into it. I,
0: I think I go Kelvin Banks just because I think he's going to be a top five pick. It's a good pick. Uh, I think left tackles are so important. I think what we've seen with him in a few years, when every time you've talked to I've talked to team people, from other schools and other places and NFL people, they talk about him. And so I think if you're taking the safest bet, which I'm going to be conservative and take the safest bet, I'm going to say Cowboys. But what do you guys think on the text line, 512-447-3776, which current Longhorn will be drafted the highest? Current. Any Longhorn on the roster currently is part of this list. Michael Taff. <laughs> Are we talking about the CFL draft?
1: Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs>
0: Show some respect. Show some respect. Hey, look! I was part of. We were trying to get him a scholarship before he had a scholarship of all. Don't lie. Yeah, we were trying to get it. We you. were. We're on the Michael Taft bandwagon. Don't worry, we've been on there. We got seats. We got. We got a couch in the back. Once we're so gonna right, go. Just getting bored. That's <laughs> well, I just, just, making a joke. Just making a joke. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get to that. We'll get to some of your text messages. We'll talk about some NBA as well as they keep playing uh, tonight. And the in season tournament championship is tomorrow. Last night had some big games. Uh, We'll get into all that when we come back here on the Sports Complex and the Horn 1019, AM 1260, the Horn app, and hornfm.com. Patrick
1: Davis and the Sports Complex. Weekday afternoons only on the Horn.
0: Baby, what you got yourself into? Well, it don't look good to me never turn this against you, said, baby, won't you come and see, yeah, yeah, yeah. So come on down to the river, baby, and let the water soothe your soul. So come on down to the river, baby the on your soul yeah 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 when the whole wide world is against you back on the sports complex here on a friday afternoon and that means it's a 512 friday where we play local music bands right here in the austin texas area central texas area that you can go see live around town this weekend and this is joe james he is playing tonight over at the saxon pub he's gonna be playing with dave sharer so two really talented guys, if you want to go check that out, tonight at Saxon Pub, it's going to be a really good show with Joe James, here right here, and my man Dave Share as well. Both good players, both playing tonight at the Saxon Pub. It's going to be a fun show. Yeah, I like this. Groovy. Yeah, Joe James, extremely talented guy, extremely talented. All right. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he'd win the music battle between Nelly and TLC. That was done in between the games because we talked about yesterday you mean the spectacle that was that the game started at 4 p.m our time 2 p.m la vegas time great idea and then they had to do the break right when everybody was getting home so like right when i was getting home and you're like all right can tune into the game and then it was nelly and tlc uh rapping over tracks and tlc not really singing just kind of it was a track of them singing and they were just kind of talking over it and it was Which is fine. It's still whatever. I I just don't know the age group they were aiming for with this. I don't think they did either. Because they were doing no scrubs, which came out in 99. Their breakthrough hits of Waterfall came out in 94 for TLC. Nelly was like around, I would want to say like started like 99, and then was like through the early 2000s. Yeah. But we're talking like no one under 30 there. Right which I think you'd be aiming a little bit younger if you're like, hey, let's try and aim for like 21 to 35, that kind of demo in Vegas. But then they went a little bit older, but not old enough where you were like, let's go get like a rock band and and get the disposable income of the older guys because we know they won't like it. And then we're just going to put this ugly court on the, uh, the, you know, on the court, the, the painting over the court. So we'll have that. So no one wants to see that either.
1: How many people do you think were available at midday on Thursday in Vegas for the playing tournament?
0: There was enough people that were outside and then inside I'm talking about
1: musical artists. Oh, musical yeah, artists. Who's going to get up and go do that?
0: Well, I mean, I don't think the daytime part for art musical artists are like well, my day job. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're they're free. No, I can't <laughs> can't do that, man. I got to go clock in at the call center. I so. think they're free. <laughs> no, my point is, it was just a weird thing to put them in. And then they had because the, it was TNT and it was ESPN doing it, so they had the cross of them talking to each other, which was kind of disjointed. And I
1: saw a bit of that. I saw Stephen A. and Chuck going back and forth. yeah,
0: they they were going back yeah. and forth. Yeah. And then Bob Myers trying to get into it. I didn't catch that part. Which I did oh, love. No. I did love Charles. Know your place, man. I did love Charles. <laughs> Congratulated Bob Myers. He goes, congratulations on, uh, congratulations on stealing money like the rest of us. <laughs> 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 and, then, uh, and then they were all talking about how the Warriors were going downhill. Now, one of them said, great job getting off the Titanic before it sunk. <laughs> Wasn't Chuck supposed to quit inside the NBA? In a few years, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he said it like a date, but who Is knows? Is he still
1: doing his CNN show?
0: Yeah, that just started, right? Really? I think that's just new. No, I haven't then, seen any And he's either. got the steam room with Ernie Johnson. He's working.
1: The steam room, I get it, but just the, the political show,
0: I'm not sure I understand that one. No, I don't either. But I don't watch any political TV, so I stay away from all that. But besides that, uh, I did not get to hear any of the first game. So I didn't get to see how the crowd was pumped in the first game. If they were as electric as it was in Indiana or as it was in Milwaukee, those crowds seemed really good for the games. I don't know what it was. We'll see on Saturday what the finals crowd sounded like Uh, because game one was actually a pretty close game for a while until the Pacers pulled out. Tyrese Halliburton, again, giving his case, there is going to be an in-season tournament MVP. Oh, cool. Is there a bonus? I don't know if there's a bonus for that. I would assume so. But there is an in-season tournament MVP. He's making his case. He had 27.7 rebounds and 15 assists in that game. Carrying them on, Miles Turner, former Life, uh, former Longhorn, yep, uh, twenty six points and ten rebounds as well Woo. in that game, and the Pacers win one twenty eight to one nineteen. Look really good in that game. Uh, we didn't get to watch a ton of it live because it was a four p.m. game, two p.m. time, Vegas. Genius, genius. Uh, Giannis also put up thirty seven points because I believe he heard that they made more money if they won, and that seems to be what kind of drives Giannis the most. So he went on and and he tried. But uh, they was not a match for uh, this Indiana team who's playing well. And I think Indiana, like, they're a fun team to be in the in-season tournament, right?
1: I liked watching
0: the highlights on Center.
1: Tyrese Halliburton, that was my first time to really set see eyes shot? on him, see his shot, see the way he moves around the court. The shot is not visually appealing, but it goes down. And the way he moves on the court, he's electrifying. He's so much fun to watch.
0: Yeah. No, he's a good but It's it, It'll be fun to watch him. He's stepping up. He was. They were interviewing him. And they were trying to get him to go out on a limb and say that he was the best. And Shaq's trying to poke. It was an interesting interview. How do you
1: do? How do you handle that? He, he
0: did it okay, but you know, yeah. he's still. He's like, look, I know I'm not supposed to mess up and say anything. It's and the first quarter of the
1: season, guys. Give me <laughs> a break. Yeah. Uh, hey, but how do done, you feel about the Dame time, Selly?
0: He when he looked at his wrist. Yeah, that was it. He looked at his wrist, and so they were all trying to make the point that he's saying it's his time now, and all. And I think he was like, I, I just thought said he was a-
1: saying, "What time is it? Like, what time? is it? He that? was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were trying to make a lot more of it, but I don't know if that was the case. I liked it. Uh, I, I don't mind that one either. Uh, but then we saw that. So that game was a good game. The second game, not a great game.
1: Woo! Yes, it was. It was a fantastic <laughs> basketball game. Uh, Look at those Lakers.
0: The Lakers win 133 to 89. They do not let the depth matter because yeah. by the time that we went into any third, fourth quarter, it was already decided. Uh, in that game, uh, LeBron shows that he wants to win this tournament. He really does. He put up 30 points. He shot 9 for 12 in the game. Five rebounds, eight assists. He did that in 23 minutes.
1: Yeah, it's incredible.
0: I 23 saw him, minutes. I
1: saw him pulling a heat check from the logo at one point and knocking it down.
0: Yeah, he was he was out of his mind. He really wants to win this tournament. You can tell. So he's ready to go. He wants a, he wants a piece of it. Zion Williamson, and it was funny. They showed a clip of Brandon Ingram and Zion, and they asked him what happens if they win, and they were joking around. They're going to party in Vegas. Yeah, And I sure. guess they were already planning the party. Uh because they did not come out with any type of intensity in play. Zion Williamson, though. He has 13 points, doesn't look great, two rebounds, three assists, doesn't really fight for it. He goes sixth eight, though. He is so dominant under the basket. He's shack dominant underneath the basket. Like around the rim, he's shack dominant of scoring.
1: Yeah, I don't see how anybody keeps up with him once he starts bumping you down there.
0: Because he's just so big, so athletic, and he knows what he's like, he's worked on his footwork because he's had two years to do it now. <laughs> where he's not been playing and get all this training he he knows what he's doing but he just doesn't he doesn't seem to have that drive every night and, and it feels like when he gets put on a big stage he just doesn't necessarily have the drive to beat when they when everybody says here's time we want to see Zion shine he kind of re- regresses and it's not that he's playing bad he's just not aggressive after it and then when he's playing a game against no and he feels disrespected because he's on the NBA league pass and then all of a sudden he puts up 35.
1: Yeah, well McDonald's pregame will do that to you Ed. you get a varying <laughs> performance from that
0: it is so I mean I it was just an interesting because you were really looking forward to seeing what Zion could do against his Lakers team on a big stage and he played well, but he just didn't play aggressively right like he was doing the right things. we saw all the talent level to do what the things that we thought he could do and you could even see now that the Spurs were playing such bad basketball people are back on Zion again. And they're like, well, the Wimby thing isn't going to have to wait. We care about you again. You're playing good now. Yeah, when and that dude decides to go, it's pretty fun to watch. But the Lakers get the win there. They will play tomorrow night. Yes, they will. They will play Pacers and Lakers uh, tomorrow night Lakers are a four and a half point favorite in this game. The Pacers have looked unbeatable. The Lakers have looked really good, but the Pacers have just had this look to them like they're coming in to win this game. It's going to be a fun matchup to see Halliburton going up against the LeBron James and see what those two guys are, you know, when they start shooting threes against each other and trying to score against each other, see Miles Turner going up against AD and that kind of that battle. It's going to be fun to watch for these two matchups. Are you going to just full Lakers homer this?
1: Oh, I absolutely am. But I do have a question. What gives out first? Is it Halliburton's hot start or is it LeBron's energy level because of his usage rate?
0: Well, that's impressive. Is can the Pacers keep it a game long enough that you make LeBron play 35 minutes and then you have a shootout in the fourth quarter? And those shootouts, Tyrese Halliburton's won all of them because he was doing it with Jason Tatum and he, out, he out-dueled he Jason Tatum. And he did it with Dame Lillard and Giannis and he out-dueled them.
1: I'll say this: I don't think LeBron comes out and has a night where the rim looks twenty foot wide again because it felt like he just yeah. couldn't miss.
0: No, but. and I, I don't either. I don't, and but I think that it's something that that's going to be a fun matchup. Lakers are four and a half point favorites. Who you got in that game?
1: I'll take the Lakers to cover the four and a half until they show me that they're going off the cliff. Because I know it's coming at some point as a Lakers fan. I've been conditioned for it recently, but I'll take them until they show me otherwise.
0: I think there's been a lot of good matchups. The Pacers have been, every game they've played has been a good matchup. I don't think they're going to get blown out in this game either. I like what they're doing. I think they're the perfect in-season tournament team. And I know LeBron wants to win it really bad, but if the Pacers win it, it's just such a great thing to be like, well, you can't win an NBA Finals, but... In season tournament, there you go, and give them something to put in that that old dusty award box. That's <laughs> such a
1: backhanded compliment. I think they're the
0: perfect in season tournament team, and I mean like long term. If you think about the Pacers, okay, like Reggie Miller would have killed in the in season <laughs> tournaments.
1: <laughs> Reggie Miller would have killed in this NBA. That's true because he would be fading away, getting three point fouls everywhere.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying, I think it would have. He would like. This seems – it's just a fun thing if they win it. So I'm going to root for the underdog, and I'm going with the Pacers uh, to cover four and a half. I think they win it, but I'm going to say they cover four and a half. Well, good luck to you. Uh, we do get some other NBA action uh, tonight because there will be, there'll be games tonight. Uh, one game on Saturday, no game Sunday, and then the NBA season resumes on Monday. Uh, but we do have all – that means all three in, uh, Texas NBA teams are in action. Mavs are nine and a half point favorites against the Trailblazers – uh luca is dominating right now he's wearing a headband now i saw that and headband luca seems to be really good when did that start i don't know but he's headband luca has been playing great yeah he doesn't have to wipe his face as much yeah so yeah. headband luca is doing really well they're not a point favorites against the trailblazers team that's really not trying to do too much this season
1: yeah i just when you have an offensive explosion like they had in their last game and you beat a team by 50 there's typically a little bit of a regression there, there will next be game. there will
0: be they did not have to do, go back to back they were able to go and rest on uh last night I do think they beat the Trailblazers. I don't think that's much of a game. Uh, Interesting game, Rockets at Nuggets. Nuggets are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, The Rockets have been playing really, really, really good basketball and really, really, really good defense at home. There you go. They're going to uh, Denver where uh, Jokic had one of his worst games the other night and just played really bad basketball and still had a double-double or but it was not a great. Oh no! It was one of those. No, but it was like a Russell Westbrook double double. Oh, gross! You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, it's, where it's like ten rebounds, nine assists, and then you're eight like turnovers. No, and, 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 oh, yeah, and then it's like <laughs> and then like fourteen points, but it's like on four uh, about like eight of twenty five shooting, something like that.
1: Yeah, sounds like a Russell Westbrook night.
0: So he had one of those. So can the Nuggets go up there and can Shingun versus Jokic? That's a matchup to watch. We got league pass uh, because Shingun's been playing really good at center. But now this is two big body guys, and Jokic can move better. Can he get out to the three point line? Pull Shingun out. See if they're going to be able to keep playing there. And if Shingun can go beat up on Jokic on the other end, that'll be an interesting thing to watch.
1: Yeah, I think the Nuggets win this one in a blowout. Sorry, Houston fans. Y'all yeah, just yeah, I not do. The it's, same team on the road. No, you're not.
0: If for whatever reason, you know they always say defense travels. Yeah, not that it one. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't for whatever reason. Well, it's because uh, they have Dylan Brooks. I'm I think sorry. they I think they rigged the Rams. I think they're, they're cheating, right?
1: Oh, they have to be, absolutely. Excellent. Every Houston team but the
0: Astros cheats. Right? Ryan
1: Day just texted me and said <laughs> that they're cheating. Right?
0: I don't believe that, guys. I don't believe that. I want to start rumors. Uh, and the Bulls are two-and-a-half-point pay- favorites at the Spurs. Uh, the main thing we're watching in the Spurs game is do they run Yeti Osman out there point guard again. Do they change the lineup? Do they go back to Sohan? Do they put someone else out in that starting lineup? Uh, but this is a Bulls team that is beat up as well. It does not seem to be a great game.
1: I think it's interesting that the Spurs are only a two and a half point dog in this after they've lost fifteen straight and they're experimenting with lineups now. I think. That's... But the Bulls are beat
0: up. Yeah. So the Bulls, I don't believe Zach Levine's playing in this game. I think he's still out. So DeRozan will come back and get a. You know, people still like DeMar DeRozan there in San Antonio, so they'll talk. You know, they'll be happy with him. But right. uh, it, it does not seem to be a great game. Uh, I did see if you want to go see Yama though, those tickets. A lot cheaper than they look like at the beginning of the season.
1: Yeah, and I bought some for the Moody Center. The Moody Center tickets are still
0: more expensive. Okay. But there's tickets event. tonight that yeah. are like under 10 bucks.
1: What? Yeah. So the Rockets last year, when they were really bad, they were giving out tickets with meal vouchers and drink vouchers as well. Yeah. No, yeah. It's,
0: it's because people were like, well, I don't want to go watch them lose every night. Right. So it's harder for people. So I think a lot of people are reselling and, you know, not going out. So. Look, like if you want to go catch Wim and Yama in his rookie season and you want to say, I want a chance to go see him, they're trying to play him as much in San Antonio, and there's tickets that are very affordable. Just saying. Go do it. If you want to go, want to go enjoy a Spurs game, check out those tickets. The secondary market is losing their butt right now because they bought up a ton of those tickets. Thinking they'd thinking, them for a fortune. Thinking that every game was going to be a playoff game for the Spurs, Ouch. and they're losing which makes me kind of laugh. But, uh, so, yeah, you can go on the secondary sites and stuff like that and find Really good, like decent tickets for not that bad for Spurs games. If you want to go and maybe they turn it around, those ticket prices go back up. But right now, go go get a chance to go see women and Yama. And San Antonio is close enough make a day trip out of it. Or just go down for the game. And drive. I've done it a million times. Yeah. Yeah. You could go right after this game. I may go buy a ticket. We'll go to the game. No,
1: will you buy me one? <laughs> no. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to your text messages. Poll of the day. 512-447-3776. Which current Longhorns? will be the highest drafted. And that doesn't mean next year what player on this team, when they go pro, will be the highest drafted. That's what we're asking on the text line. 512-447-3776. We'll keep the show rolling here and take some of your text messages when we come back here on the Sports Complex and the Horn 1019, AM 1260, the Horn app, and hornfm.com. The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis on The Horn. Back at the Sports Complex here on the Horn on a Friday afternoon. It's 512 Friday where we play local artists. You can go check out around town this weekend. This is Paul Val. Going to be playing Saturday night at the Skylark. I like
1: that. It's got a real classic feeling to it.
0: Yes, he's an amazing guitar player too. But, yeah, gives you that classic rock, blues vibe. He's amazing. Uh, Always a good show to go check him out because they put on a show when Paul Val plays. Go check him out Saturday at the Skylark Lounge. And Skylar's a cool place where Paul plays a lot of places that are, he's getting bigger and bigger and playing better places. So, you know, it's a good chance to go check him out before he blows up. Before
1: he can't afford it. Yes. Yeah. Before
0: he gets into that range where he costs more than a Spurs game.
1: Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> that's unfortunate. There is a text here about that as well.
0: There's a text, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 we'll get to it. We're going to start reading your text. Uh, 512-447-3776. Anything you guys want to talk about, you can send in. Also, which current Longhorn will be draft the highest? Whole roster. Not Ooh. next year, whole roster. We're going to put that in there. Uh, I do appreciate it. it says just feels building my 120 inch home theater for just in time for real football. I like it, but I see one problem. You got to have more than one screen in there, man. Yeah, you got to the multi screen. You, just, you, just, you you, you want to watch a couple games, you want to have a couple, there's commercial breaks, you want to check out the other games and the commercial breaks, I like it though. It's a nice picture, I like that.
1: Yeah, some people don't like the uh, the overwhelming feeling of all the TVs though. Some people uh, like to focus in on what they're watching.
0: That's craziness.
1: I don't agree with it, but it is, I have I But that's have also it.
0: probably why the doctors gave me drugs when I was a kid. Oh, <laughs> you care to list them off? No. Okay. No. But uh, they did but no, but I, I am someone who's just like I like to be distracted by everything and then it yeah. helps me focus on one thing. If I'm distracted, it's a whole it's a process of why my brain's weird.
1: So you need seven things going on to focus on one thing. Yes. Nice.
0: Now the thing is, if you're trying to have a conversation with me and I really want to have it, and there's the worst thing I've ever seen on another TV, I'm gonna watch the thing on the TV. I don't know why my brain does that. <laughs> but it one hundred percent every time I'm at a bar and they're showing some crappy old movie and then. It's or my those friends.
1: channels that just loop videos. Yeah, and then yeah. my
0: friend's sitting next to me and they're like, You know, I'm going through a tough time. And you're like, Yeah, man, yeah, man. But <sighs> John Claude Van Dam, he's gotta get this. Yeah. Is that dog on a skateboard? Uh <laughs> Dexter <laughs> says, I like seeing CD on jet sweeps. Well, I don't think you need to see him on a ton of jet sweeps. I don't like to put him in that harm's way. I don't either. Like like star players like that. I get you can, but he's not a he's not a Debo Samuel guy that's a bigger guy. You're not worried about taking that hit. But when you're like, you can get hit by defensive linemen on that. And you know you don't want a Micah Parsons type player to hit Ceedee Lamb.
1: You don't want Jalen Carter to burst through the line and see the jet sweep coming. Yeah, yeah. no. You, I you. just
0: I don't want to leave it up to those guys. Let them get tackled by uh, defensive backs and safeties, and right. and hopefully the worst day it'll take is a safety coming over, or at and, least where
1: he has time to protect himself, exactly. where he can catch it and fall. Exactly.
0: Yeah. The Cowboys will absolutely pull the banana in the tailpipe on all their fans because that's what they do. I'm a Cowboys fan, but it feels. Less like a fandom and more like a disease. I had it and can't seem to get rid of it.
1: You are no longer allowed to text in.
0: Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. Solid. Yeah, no. There you go. Banana in the tailpipe. Hey, guys, we're doing... You see what you did? He was a Cowboy supporter for a minute. You see what he did? I told you. Historically. Historically, I told you. Uh, Locksmith Ryan says the obvious answer is... Usually, the right answer. Arch Manning will be drafted first overall in twenty twenty six.
1: I mean, I can't argue with it, but I, we also haven't seen anything. Yeah. And If we're gonna play in make believe land, I'll go. I'll go Malik Murphy because he's still technically a Longhorn. He's gonna transfer <laughs> out, ball out, and be the number one overall pick. Yeah, Quinn Ewers
0: gonna ball out next year, be the number one overall pick. Yeah. So, so we're gonna we know. have
1: three way tie at yeah. QB. All three Longhorn QBs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll have all of those. <laughs> then Kelvin Banks, whenever he goes, number one pick. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> We might be a little overselling this, but no, I, I'm with you. Arch Manning is is a, is a clear choice to have one as the upside guy. Don't get me wrong, I think that's a smart selection. I think
1: Arch yeah. Manning is a smart selection.
0: Uh Scarlett says it's a tie. The NFL is a QB driven league. They do the anything they can to get their man, and Texas has not one but two five star QBs that will go number one overall. They have they do have three five star QBs, but yeah. Two that she says will go number one, Quinn Ewers in the twenty twenty five draft and Arch Manning in the twenty twenty seven draft. How sweet it is. I look, I would love to see it. I, I don't think Quinn Ewers is gonna go number one. I, I just I don't know if he has that, you know, full upside where they want a guy to be a little bit more mobile. I don't know if he's ever gonna be the real running quarterback that people would really like. It depends what next year's QB class looks like, right? It does, and I mean, but I, I don't know, and maybe he'll come out next year and be even better than this year. And maybe he'll be, you know, on that next level. I, I haven't seen him be the number one overall pick. I think he could be a top five pick for sure.
1: Yeah, but you've seen him progress every season, so it's not I out have, of the pick. He picture. could be. He yeah. could
0: be. Uh Vintage Scott says Quinn Ewers. Also early players of the game for Washington State. Uh early players of the game for Washington State, sticking in with my offense game plan for the Big Twelve Championship. Quinn Ewers, but on defense this time, I'm going with a Barron. Jade Barron's gonna have to have a big game. Absolutely. Gonna have to have a big game. I agree with you there, Vintage Scott. Uh this dexter says, uh, I left uh, left two San Antonio tickets on my car windshield, hoping to get rid of them when I came back. There were seven.
1: Love it. Terrible. Love Terrible. it. Absolutely love it.
0: Just, just taking shots. Actually, there, I, guess. I don't
1: like that because I am a Spurs ticket owner right now.
0: <laughs> and for the record, you still get to see Victor Wiminyama play. You do. Like, if nothing else, you go, I hey, man, because all I hear is people getting mad about load management. And they get mad because I don't get to see star players. And when I go to this game, I want to see a star player. And I'm giving you a star player for under $10. You can go to the game, bring your kid, bring your wife, bring your girlfriend, bring your mistress, bring that dude that you passed by on the street. And he said, hey, go Spurs, go. And you bring him. You said, sure, I got seven. I got seven <laughs> tickets. They were left on my windshield. And you can go to the game. By the way, I believe the trick is they rob you when you when they leave the tickets. So that's they know you're gonna be out of town. That's the, oh, yeah, that's, but <laughs> I know it's a joke too. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm just saying. I, I think there's a shot. If you want to go see a a great player in Victor Wimanyama and go, I and then you know impress your friends in 15 years when you go, I saw him his rookie season. Tickets were eight dollars. Take a picture of the and court. they said we don't use dollars anymore. We now use the global global. How much of that money how much units? Is that in Bitcoin. How much is that in GMUs? Global money units. <laughs> How many credits was that worth? (laughs) How many credits? Uh, But yeah, no, I think it's good. All right, we're going to get to more text messages and uh, talk some NCAA football, NCAA basketball, NCAA volleyball. We'll get to all that when we come back on the Sports Complex for Hour 2 here on The Horn, 1019, AM 1260, the Horn app, and hornfm.com.